Hello, and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. In the next few minutes, let's take time to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. We hope this message will lead you to know Him better and help you develop a love for His Word. A pleasant day to everyone. Today, we'll be continuing to look at Scripture where Jesus spoke and taught on prayer. And today the scripture is found in Matthew chapter 21, verse 21 to 20, verses 21 to 22. And our hope is that even as we look at what Jesus said regarding prayer and faith, that we as a people would understand the dynamics and the interplay between faith and prayer. It says here, And Jesus answered them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what has been done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Now, looking at this verse, especially when I was still early on in my walk with God, there were two phrases that stood out, that just jumped out of this passage of Scripture. The first phrase is, if you have faith and do not doubt. And the next phrase is, whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive. So I took this verse and said, wow, such a privilege to be a child of God, that we are able to just come before Him with whatever we want, and we will receive it if we just have faith. And so I took this verse, and I started to pray and ask God. I, have, I would have certain desires, and then I would pray. And in my thinking, the word faith here, in my mind, the way I applied it in my life is this. If I just believe enough, that's how I understood faith to be. If I just believe enough, I will receive whatever I ask. And true enough, as time went by, there are certain things I asked for and I believed, but I did not receive it. And so that I came to a place where I said to myself, I think I misunderstood what this verse is saying. And again, I read it and studied it. And to tell you the truth, till today, I'm continually digging deeper and learning more about what it means to pray a prayer of faith. But today, let me just share to you some insights of really when Jesus say to pray in faith, what does it mean? It certainly does not mean to pray in terms of prayer, pray in terms of just having faith and believing enough. Because even if, you're, if you believe enough and what you're believing for is not according to God's will, I don't think God will really answer that prayer. But it seems like that is the claim of this verse. So I realized what I needed to do with this verse is not just to read those two phrases and just put them together and then apply it to my life. I need to read the whole passage. In fact, I need to read the whole context from which this verse came from. And so really, if you think about it, if you read it closely, in, it says, if you have faith and do not doubt, what comes next is this. Next is this. You will not only do what had been done to the fig tree, but if, even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, it will happen. So the way Jesus spoke about prayer here and faith had something to do with the prayer that he did previous to this passage, which involved a fig tree. And just to give you a short uh, 
rundown of what happened. Jesus came upon a fig tree. He was hungry, and there was no fruit. And so what he did was he, what he, did was he, he cursed the fig tree, and it withered at once. And so the first time I saw that, I thought, okay, so delikado pala pag walang prutas ang isang puno. No? Jesus, if he's hungry, will curse it and it will wither. But knowing who Jesus is, I could not believe that that's just what this passage of Scripture meant. And as I dug deeper, I realized that this part of the Scripture about the fig tree and it withering was a living parable. It was meant to, for the disciples to learn a lesson. But what about? So, we have to look at the whole context. Previous to this, Jesus comes into Jerusalem uh, in, uh, through the triumphant entry. This was the uh, Palm Sunday. And he entered, and then the day after, he went to the temple. And he, you know, um, did, uh, he overturned the table in, in the temple. Uh, he cleansed the temple, as it said here. And... Um, and what he was so disappointed about is that the temple was so busy. It has a form of godliness. It has ritual. It had religion. All the external seems to look good. But there was no fruit. There was no fruit of a godly life from the people uh, that went there, from the, from the leaders of the church. And then he came to, that, to the fig tree. And if you look at the whole counsel of God's word from the Old Testament, the fig tree has always been used by even the prophets to talk about Israel. Wherein, whenever there is a fig with no fruit, it's really describing how Israel has not been living in a way that is honoring to God. It's, it's Israel in rebellion. That's why it's a picture of a fig but no fruit. And Israel, even in the middle of their rebellion against God in the Old Testament, they still would have that form of godliness. They would have that form of religion, but they would have no fruit. Similar to the fig. The fig from afar had green leaves, but as they neared the fig tree, they found out there was no fruit, and so Jesus cursed it. And it was a picture, as a living parable, it was a picture of how judgment will come to Israel because of the hypocrisy, because of a form of godliness, but denying its power. There is no fruit in the lives of the people of, of, the people of God. And so that was what this fig tree was pointing to. And the prayer of Jesus against the fig tree was actually enacting the will of God, His judgment against what Israel is doing. Now, of course, if we hear, as we hear judgment right now, no? nakakatakot, wow! Judgment, especially for those of us who do not obey or who are in a place where we fall short of God's standard, just hold on to that thought before. Bago matakot kay Lord, okay? Uh, I'll say something about. I will go back to that. But suffice it to say for now that Jesus, when he prayed against the fig tree, he was. It was a living parable depicting how judgment or how Israel will wither because of the judgment of God upon it, because of its fruitlessness. It has all the external religion, the rituals, but none of the fruit. 
And so here we realize that the faith Jesus was talking about when praying is a faith that should be anchored on God. A faith that is aligned to the purpose and the will of God, not just a faith that is anchored to your desire, and if you believe enough, God has no recourse but to answer your prayer and that you will receive it. No. This prayer, the faith that was seen, is he, seen here, is the faith in God wherein you have so much faith in God that you're not just using His power for your own end, but you're actually asking God, aligning yourself to His will, so that His will, through His power, may come to pass. It's like exchanging, see, prayer, when you look at how Jesus prayed, even in Gethsemane, you will see how the, the posture of Jesus. It is a place where we, hopefully, because of our faith in God, will exchange our will for His will. Normally, when we pray, we have our will, we have our purpose, and we think if we believe enough, God should answer our prayer. And it says here, we will receive what we have. But if you, if we will receive what we ask for. But if you look at this, you see that Jesus was not just asking from His desires. He was asking something that is aligned to the will of God. It was faith in God, in His sovereign will and purpose. And that's why God answered His prayer. And, and even Jesus said, you can even ask for bigger things. That's why He progressed from a fig tree to mountains. That we can have mountain-moving faith and then as we pray, we will receive that. But we will receive what we ask for. But this is the catch. It has to be aligned to God's will. It must be aligned to what, what God wants to happen. We cannot just use His power for our end. We have to call upon His power for His end. Us aligning our will to Him. Praying according to His will. That is what faith means here. Because Jesus, when he cursed the fig tree, was praying in accordance to God's will and purpose, even in the life of Israel, the life of that nation. And so I believe this is what we, our posture should be as we pray. But I guess when I was looking at this, one thing that I really have a challenge on is this. So how do I know kung if I'm praying according to God's will? How do I know if... so? You know, my appeal to all of us is we simply pray. And even as we pray, for me, I'll, I'll just simply pray, pray. And if God answers it, then thank you, Lord. Somehow, somehow, it is aligned to His will. But if, it, if He doesn't answer the prayer, then it's an opportunity for me to align my will to his will. It's an opportunity for me to understand, oh, maybe I'm praying a prayer that's not according to God's will. And sometimes we're praying big prayers. We want a certain mountain to move. We're praying, you know, God, please do this for us. Even we're praying even well-intentioned prayers. And you're hoping that God will move that mountain. But sometimes I've learned in my life that when God does not move the, the mountain in front of you, this big, great difficulty, this great um, 
challenge in front of you, maybe the reason that mountain is not moving yet is because he wants to move you towards something. Minsan, yung mountain pala yung ayaw ni God, ayaw ni, i-move ni God yung mountain because ikaw yung mountain, ikaw yung may ginagawa si God sa buhay mo. You know, uh, one example of that is during this pandemic, one of my prayer, my big prayer to the Lord is, God, this mountain of a pandemic, can you please move it? Sana mawala na siya. I don't know if you pray that prayer, but I'm sure for me, I pray that prayer. And, when, and until now, it's still here. And so that has afforded me the opportunity to start thinking and saying, God, maybe that is not your will for now. And maybe during this time that you're not moving this mountain that I'm praying for you to move, maybe you're moving me towards something. Maybe if you're not changing situation, the situation around me, it's because you're changing something in me first. And that tayo pala dapat muna yung mag-move. Sometimes our stubbornness, and we think, even in our well-intended prayer, kala namin, natin tayo yung tama. And we become stubborn with our desire, with our will. In the end, tayo pala yung mountain na hindi mag-move-move. Kasi we are not exchanging our will, our purpose for His will and His purpose. And you know, in this scripture, Jesus demonstrates to us that whenever we pray in faith, not just believing enough, but faith in God, His will, His purpose, if we're aligned to that, then we could tell the fig tree to wither. We could tell a mountain to move. And when, when, when the scripture talks about mountains, even if you look at the Old Testament, it's always pointing to great challenges and difficulties. And I'm sure this will not be the last challenge and difficulty we will face. But my prayer and appeal for all of us is this, that from now on, and when we pray, and we ask God to move a mountain, we have to be open to the fact that maybe He's not moving that because there's something else He's moving, and maybe He's moving us. Maybe there is something that He is dealing with in us. Maybe we are the ones who should move towards Him in our relationship with Him, in our knowing Him more and His will for this situation. And so, I pray that that's the kind of faith that we will have. Faith in God, His purpose, His will. His om- faith that, that we will be aligned, faith in Him and be aligned to His will. Faith in His power that He's able to accomplish it. Last but, and last but not least, remember when I said that, minsan nakakatakot pala tong prayer na to, because this particular prayer was about the judgment of Israel. And in reality, God did judge the temple rituals. In 70 AD, those were all destroyed. But on a personal level, at the end of the Passion Week, you know what Jesus did? He went to the cross. He died on the cross so that the judgment who, that should be upon us was placed upon Him. And that when we put our faith and trust in Him, the judgment of God, which we deserve, will not be poured upon us because we look to Jesus and put our faith in Him. Yes, this scripture speaks of the judgment of God, but the good news is at the end of that week, God through Christ 
took up the judgment upon himself. So it's not just about his power, his sovereign will, but we trust him because he loves us. He loves us enough. Yes, he may judge the systems, the, the rituals, all of that religious system, and he did. But personally, for his people, he made a way so that judgment would not befall us. And that's what the cross is all about. Faith in the finished work of Christ. So again, as we pray from this point on, may we pray and look to God and may our faith be anchored in Him, His will, His purpose. Not ours, but His purpose, His will. Praying in faith. And He said and He promised that if we pray like this, we will receive what we ask for. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for assuring us that even as we pray in accordance to your will, and the good news is your will is better than ours. So help us, Lord, to submit our will to yours, to exchange our will for yours, so that whenever we pray, we're confident that whatever we pray for, whatever we ask, we will receive. And Lord, if there are prayers right now that we are stubbornly, and there are desires that we're stubbornly, stubbornly holding on to, help us, Lord, to submit that to you, Lord, and help us that may, maybe we are the mountains that's supposed to be moved by you towards a place wherein we are submitted to you. So help us to be a people who would realize that and would submit to that by your grace, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You turn my thousand times. You fulfill your promises. Nothing's impossible for my God will overcome. You turn my doubts to dust mm, Fulfill your promises Oh Lord, nothing's impossible For my God will overcome Oh you turn, you turn my doubts to dust
Before we end, let me read to you 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 2. It says here, And if I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, in, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. May faith in God, not just faith in God, but love for Him, cause us indeed to pray prayers that moves mountains. But again, faith in Him and love for God. Love for Him that is a response because of His love for us. God bless all of you. You've been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. If you'd like to watch these messages every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.